I you did yes, you did. yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That is exactly what you implied, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly what you implied. Secondly, hold on, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. Australia, how you going? You right? I hope so. Welcome to NBA Australia. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of CodeBet. It's a very good website. Uh, what else? I'm on Fox Sports Lab NBA. I'm also in the paper every day. That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm here in the Larry Studios, hanging out, giving you the lowdown on all the ins and outs of the NBA. Uh, trying to make sure I don't wake up the five-month-old squid, squid dose. He's teething. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Old mate might just walk and wander in and slap me in the back of the head. Go, shut up, idiot. So yeah, it checks out. All right. Fun show today. Celtics in turmoil. Perks, an idiot. The Lakers retired Powell's jersey. The Knicks. Yeah, their win streak snapped because they really nicked it up. Scott Foster's out here rigging games. You love to see that. And uh, Ja Morant still a dumbass. Yep. Uh, Grant Williams, also a dummy. Anyway, we'll get into all that. Uh, we've got the NBA Australia game wraps. We've got a juicy slab of that's not a knife. All made no major spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. We've got some ooh, quick dickhead of the week. Preempting maybe tomorrow's show. Uh, we've got some, yeah, now's the unpopular opinion of the day. Now back take house. We were serving up a flame grill take. And uh, Josh Giddy ripped off his seventh triple double ever, which is awesome. Uh, so we're going to have a great moment in NBA Australia start history. It's back, baby. Right, let's get into it. Uh, we'll finish off with the Jingles HR, and this is, what, episode 892 of NBA Australia. Noise. Let's go. This is Joe Ingles. And you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Oh, you better. If you're Jar Morant, we have to stop putting ourselves in positions to where they can take away what we've worked so hard to get, says Shaq of Jar Morant, who's uh, going to be investigated by Colorado police. Yeah, because I don't know, waving a gun around is like pretty chill. Oh, that's right. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, boy. Good job, Ja. Good job. Keeping the dream alive. All right, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with the daily whip around. We'll start with there with Ja. Why not? Uh, so this is kind of the latest bit where it's like, yep, cool. Uh, so he's, you know, two game sort of undefined, ongoing suspension. Uh, Colorado police are investigating uh, whether or not he may have broken any laws, and the NBA is investigating whether or not he broke any laws by having a gun on team property. Now, and, uh, you know, on the plane, in the visiting locker room, in his own locker room, where did the gun come from? That's what they want to know. Uh, so... It's probably not going to get better before it gets worse. I'll tell you that much. Mark Stein, he was the one going, oh, 50 gay suspension if you've got a firearm on team premises. 
And then everyone's like, oh, wow, 50 games. And then everyone missed the uh, bit where he walked it back, saying there's actually no specific suspension length in the league bylaws if, uh, you know, you're in violation of the rules and subjects uh, of the CBA, etc. A firearm on team premises is a violation, but the suspension length will be imposed at the commissioner's discretion. Over to you, Adam Silver. <laughs> that dude's got balls the size of a pair of those tiny little marbles. He's got pearls for balls. Does Adam? I'll tell you that much. I'll let the Memphis Grizzlies sort it out. Uh, we don't want to sort this out, Adam. Oh, jeez. Guys, could you just do it so I don't have to do it? What do you do, Mr. Silver? Uh, we, we did Black Lives Matter on, like, you know, we, we did some kneeling. What else do you do? Well, we make lots of money. All right, cool. Did you suspend Daryl Morey for supporting democracy? Oh, maybe. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's he going to do? My prediction. Not that it's, uh, you know, for anything, but I am the... Uh, NBA's junior vice president of common sense, of course, as long as that check clears. Uh, let's say a ten-game suspension. We didn't, we couldn't ascertain where the gun came from. Uh, this was an act unbecoming of a Jama rant. <laughs> uh, firearms, yes, it's an open carry state, Colorado, but not in premises where they sell alcohol, or at least make what forty-nine percent plus of their revenue from alcohol. Uh, so. What he was doing was probably maybe a little bit illegal. Was it his gun? No one knows. Uh, we'll give him a provisional sentence of 10 game suspension, uh, maybe eight, eight to 10, with a, uh, I don't know, suspended s- sentence of another 20 games. So if he does anything fucking stupid again, like try to punch on with a fucking 17 year old and flash his gun around in Tennessee. We're going to kick his ass to the curb. Now, there's a lot of other stuff popping off about Jar, right? You know, he's dealing with stuff, dealing with things, dealing with, you know, being a leader, dealing with being rich. Yeah, that shit sucks. But get some help. Hopefully it's his shit sorted out. Other news, Pau Gasol, the big spinyard. Got his jersey retired there by the Los Angeles Lakers. I did very much enjoy that it was next to a... Kobe's 8 and 24, uh, joining the long lineage of big men having their jerseys retired by the Lakers. I think Shaq's on that same row as well, which is kind of neat. I'll talk about Power again later, but that was kind of nice. He had a great moment. He was in tears. He thanked Kobe. Kobe fucking loved Power. Uh, so it was a really nice moment. Good on you, Lakers. Uh, Giannis, you might remember, earlier this week, decided to throw off a. Uh, a shot up up of the uh, backboard and get his own rebound for his own triple-double. Uh, that got revoked. Because <laughs> it wasn't a genuine shot attempt. I enjoyed that. Good on him. I think it might have helped me in some fantasy. Right. The Knicks, their win streak got snapped. I was actually... Uh, go back to the Giannis thing for a second. Ricky Davis famously was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to shoot off my own backboard. And everyone's like, Ricky, that's not how this works. What are you doing? It was very Giannis. It was weird that Giannis, my my thought on that was that uh, Thanasis or Costas or Alexis had 50 grand on like Giannis getting a triple-double. He's like, hey, 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 watch this. I'll go get a triple-double tonight. And he realized he had nine rebounds right at the end. He's like, oh, fuck. Thanasis is going to do his balls. I better get this triple-double. Jesus. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, the Knicks, they had their win streak snack today. That was funny. Talk about that in the game wraps, but geez, the Knicks really nixed that one. Did enjoy Josh Hart's response though. Oh, hey Josh, do you think you guys might be a bit tired from what you know doing stuff all the time and playing basketball? Do you think fatigue factored into this? He's like, no. You know what's tired? Waking up at six a.m. working a twelve-hour shift. We're playing basketball. Related note: I fucking love Josh Hart. That's awesome. What an answer, Scotty Barnes. He got booted, didn't he? How funny was that? Scott Foster, as I mentioned at the top, out here rigging games again. He said that we're cheats. I'm going to kick him out. Prove that you're not, Scott. Prove that you're not. Because that just screams, you're cheating. (laughs) Uh, The Sixers, I just want to make a note of this. Uh, I'm going to talk about them in a second, obviously, in the game wraps. They've just done five games in a a seven-day road trip, basically. They went four and one. The two games behind the Celtics for the two seed. It is awesome at the moment. Absolute chaos there at the top of the NBA and in the middle of the NBA and at the bottom of the NBA. I'll tell you one thing right at the top. The play-in tournament is a fucking rip-roaring success. It is absolute chaos everywhere. Look, the top six in the East, that's all pretty nice and tight. There's like one and a half games between the Celtics and the Sixers. Uh, the Knicks, had they have just not really nixed this one up and actually taken care of business against Charlotte today, against Charlotte today, they would have only been one loss behind the Cavs. But no. Cleveland! Remain ahead of the Knicks pretty handily with two games uh, because the Knicks lost to Charlotte. Um, but the Nets are two and a half games up on the Heat, and that's the split between your six and seven seeds. Now, between seven through to eight, there's two and a half. Half game between the Hawks and Raptors in 8 and 9, and then another half game from the Raptors to the Wiz. The Bulls are slowly falling off the pace now. They're two games back, having lost their last two, and the Pacers are two and a half games behind the Wiz. And every team's probably around that 65, 66 game mark at the moment. So there's only, you know, 16-ish games left for most teams. Two games is hard to make up on another team, especially with everyone so sort of concertinaed together. Uh, the same thing goes for the West. You've got Sacramento and the Grizzlies. That's right. Your Sacramento Kings are currently the two seed in the West. Yep, tied with the Grizzlies. Amazing. The Suns are two and a half games behind those guys, sort of by themselves in the four spot. Then the Mavs and the Warriors are tied at 34 and 32. Half a game behind them, you have the Clippers and the Wolves at 34 and 33. One and a half games behind the Clippers, your Los Angeles Lakers by themselves in the top 10. In the nine spot. Hilarious. Then the Pelicans and the Thunder at 31 and 34 in 10 11. And the Blazers at 12, also at 31 and 34. The Yaz at 31 and 35, a half game back of that. Now, that is a total of three and a half games between five and 13. That's fucked. I love it. Everybody, Everybody's trying because they're like, yep, this is rad. We can make the play in. We'll have a crack. And if not, look, we've probably got still half-tasty fucking draft odds. This is great. And I agree. These games are sick at the moment. It's awesome. Loving it. It's like McDonald's. I'm loving it. Uh, What else? Oh, yeah. Perk. What a fucking moron. That was funny. JJ Redick went on uh, first day and went, Look, with all due respect, you guys are fucking idiots. (laughs) 
What we've witnessed is the problem. We create narratives that don't exist in reality. What you've said, that white voters are racist, is patently fucking wrong. And Perk then just went, Though I stated the fact, I did not, I did not, I did not. I stated the facts. I stated, hey, did you either say it, Perk, or did you not? Or are they the facts? I stated the facts. I stated the facts. It's the fact. He just then basically turned into a uh, four-year-old having a fucking tanty and just yelled the loudest. And everyone went, yep, Perk, you're a fucking moron. And uh, wouldn't be surprised if he sort of gets slowly shifted off first take from here on out because uh, the sort of weird race-baiting vibe of Perk, just to throw it out there, because they've got uh, seemingly no smart way to talk about basketball unless you bring Perk on to just go, Hey, come up with a take where you basically call NBA media racist. You go, what? <laughs> ah, yes, because of the litany of white MVPs over the last 50 years. What the fuck are you on about? Some of the dumbest shit you'll ever see. Anyway, I'll talk about that again later. Let's do some game raps. Game raps, 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 game raps. Game Raps. That's right, the Game Raps for the last two days. We did a show Monday night. That was a fun one. Uh, so we've only got two days. What happened in between is that the Celtics continued to just fall apart. <laughs> Three games in a row they've lost. A couple of uh, shitty overtime losses there. This time to my beloved... Cleveland! That's right, 118-114. Bit of a tough one for the Cavs. It took them a fucking while. I will do that much. Um, Celtics started the uh, the shit team, basically. Blake Griffin, Moose Muscala, Marcus Smart, Derek White, Jalen Brown. you got a lot of Luke Cornett, a lot of Peyton Pritchard. And they still forced overtime. It took Cleveland rallying back to even force fucking overtime. It was chaos. Donnie Mitchell had 40, 17, and 12 for Darius Rucker, Judy Garland. Tell you the big standout for me, though, on this one, 25 and 17, Evan Mobley. Three blocks. He is absolutely fucking shredding at the moment. Loving every little bit of it. Uh, big win for the Cavs because, as I mentioned, like that sort of gap between four and five at the moment in the East. The Knicks are coming at him fast. Cavs are like, whew, lucky we got that one in the bag. The Sixers beat the Pacers 147-143. That's in regulation, folks. Halliburton had 40 and 16 assists. Embiid had 42. It was a really fun game. And uh, Sixers, as mentioned, just right there behind the Celtics. If there's any more missteps, just saying. Jimmy, are you worried about the Celtics? Nah, they're fine. Blazers, they held off the Pistons 110-104. If you uh, were betting on the Blazers, this was a bit of a relief. I believe that line was minus 5.5. They win by 6. After letting the Pistons climb all the way back into it. Same thing happened today. Pistons, Jesus, would you just fucking quit it? <laughs> but Dame had a triple-double, 31, 13, and 12. He was immense. And it was hilarious. Uh, speaking of other bad beats, the Heat, 130. Beat the Hawks, 128. Hey, Jimmy, was the line two and a half? And did they win by two? Yes. Uh, did Was there a shot at the buzzer that was for a three that was completely fucking meaningless? Meaningless, And if you'd bet on the heat at the line, it completely fucking dogged you? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Um, I think my tip for this one was uh, Miami head-to-head. But uh, obviously on this show, uh, I had Miami minus two and a half. And DeJunte Murray hitting a three at the end of that game for no reason. 
would make you pretty angry if you'd been on that game. But it was a big win by the Heat. And uh, they sort of just managed to eke out that lead down the stretch and just sort of popped the Hawks right in the chin. 26-9-9 for Jimmy Butler. Big win for the Heat. Really fucking denting the Hawks. Look, that's the old classic double win. If the Hawks had pulled that one off, it would have pulled the Heat back closer to them. The Hawks jumped back up. Instead, Heat just extend that lead. The Nuggets beat the Raptors thanks to Scott Foster and his betting, no doubt, uh, perhaps, allegedly. <laughs> Jimmy, you alleging it? Oh, maybe. Uh, 118-113, kicks out Scoob, Scotty Barnes right at the end for nothing. Scoob's like just fucking talking to himself and Scott Foster throws him out without any other texts. Uh, Scott Foster. Needing to pay some gambling debts, clearly. Uh, Joker with the 17, 13, and 9. Fred Van Vliet, the fight Van Vliet's 21 and 14. But geez, this game was nuts. Siaka with 19, 4 and 4. Teenage Mutant Yaka Pirtle, 18, 9 and 4. The biggest thing for me about this game was that they were attacking fucking Yoka. Pirtle was going hard at him. They're like, huh, maybe if we make the two time MVP work on defense, we might have a chance. It worked for most of the game. And it didn't. Jam uh, and Jamal had 24, 5, and 3 steals. Fuck, he's good. 5 of 10 from downtown. 4 or 6 from Michael Porter Jr. from downtown with his 20. It was a really fun game. I'm loving this Raps team. With Pirtle in the middle, Teenage Mutant, Yucca Pirtle, they're crushing it. And then finally, the Kings keep the fuck out of the Pelicans because the Pelicans are shit. And my beloved Kings, Fuzzy Lizard, then today. What happened, Jim? Tell you what, the Bucks beat the Magic 134-123. Gee, they must have played all their guys. Nope. No Giroux, no Giannis, no problems. Lopez, Middleton, <laughs> Jevon Carter. Of course they did. Of course they did. Jimmy, did you bet on the Magic? Yeah, I did a little bit. Jevon Carter at 24 and 5 because nothing matters anymore. <laughs> 16 11 reporters. Good win for the Bucks. Like, if your B team can go out and beat a team like the Magic, yeah. Probably winning the title. Wizards get a win over the Pistons thanks to Dan Gafford at the buzzer. Brad Beal crushing at the moment. 32-7-7, just toiling away in obscurity. Uh, the Extreme Zinger Meal today was awesome too. The Extreme Zinger Meal. If only for his reaction for a Kyle Kuzma 3. Kuzma throws it up. He's like, that's money, baby. Does the turnaround midair as the ball's still going up. Hasn't gone in yet. He does the celebration spin. It misses. The rebound goes directly to where he was, but he's still spinning. So the Detroit Pistons get the rebound. And Zinger's just like, what the fuck are you doing? He was supercharged, was the Zinger. Supercharged Zinger Burger. Yeah, 24 and 7, actually. 23 for Kuz. He's been crushing it. Great year this year. Jaden, uh, 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 26 and 12. He has really fucking come alive down this stretch this year. It's like Cade Cunningham... Being injured all season is like one of the uh, sort of slight graces out of this is that Jade and I was just learned on the job. 26 and 12 today. He was rad. Hornets beat the Knicks. Because <laughs> Knicks fans, what did I say? It's the hope that kills you. 112, 105. Hornets win after the Knicks took a huge fucking lead in the second quarter. And uh, Hornets just pegged them back, pegged them back, pegged them back, and then ran over the top in the fourth quarter. Kelly Oubre, Gordon Hayward, you're losing to this team. Bloody hell, New York. What are you doing? The Sixers on a back-to-back. Turn around and beat the Wolves, 117-94. Embiid, 39-7 and three blocks. He was unreal. Ant-Man with 32. This Sixers team, I mentioned at the top. That's why I had a special mention of it. They are flat-out fucking good. Four and one. Five games in a seven-day road trip. 
That is unreal. The Nets kicked the fuck out of the Rockets, 118-96. Didn't quite hit the overs that I anticipated because uh, the Rockets are just flat-out horrible at basketball. Giddy up! He had a triple-double, the 17-11-17 for our man, the mop-top mumba, defeating Stephen Curry and his 40 points. Uh, 137-128, uh, pretty handy when you've got Shea Redder, Gildress Alexander as well, popping in there for uh, just a chill 33-6 and with uh, you know a couple of steals as well. Cumbucket wasn't bad in this one. 21 points as well, though. Don't mind that. Draymond with the 11-11. Clay, he goes 5-13 from downtown. Steph hit 10 threes and lost. How would that make you feel? Not great, Jim. Uh, Dallas 120 beat the Yaz 116. Lowry, that's a girl's name, Markin and the finisher. Out there playing against, uh, basically looking like Dirk, taking on Dirk's old team against new Dirk, Luca, who did 29-10-6 today. Six turnovers, a bit of a brutal one. But Kyrie was good again too. 33-8 for him because uh, he is pretty good. But that's a huge win for Dallas. Just, ugh, they lose that. Would have been just fucking 33-33, 500 gross. But 34-32, and 32, they're feeling good. But then the actual really fun game down the stretch today, the Lakers beat the Grizzlies. No Jama Rant, obviously. Jaron Jackson Jr. at the 26-8. Anthony Davis. I mean, yes, he was uh, considering the ball to Austin Reeves down the stretch because uh, Anthony Davis, not the world's bravest of characters. Give me the ball down the stretch, boss. Uh, <laughs> and Austin Reeves is like, nah, it's Austin Reeves time, motherfucker. 17-4-7 <laughs> he had. Rui had 17. Sure that had 17. But Anthony Davis, 30 points, 22 rebounds, two blocks. That's bloody good. Bloody, bloody good. But the Lakers... Kind of cruising along now, looking pretty handy. Without LeBron, they've won three of their last four, and I believe, what's that, six of the last eight? It's pretty good. You'll take that. I think it's like seven of the last ten, too. Uh, but in terms of just the vibe out of this, it was a really, really good stretch of games the last few days. I hope you enjoyed it. That's why I jumped on to do today's uh, show because I'm like, yeah, there's just a lot going on. We'll try to do another one tomorrow. How's that sound? Oh, Jimmy, does that mean you're daily? I don't think I can do a Friday show this week. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we'll try to do a Thursday one and set you up for the weekend. Good shit. Right, let's do some awards, shall we? <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Uh, giddy up. Giddy the fuck up. That's right. Josh Giddy, the 17, 11, and 7. Seventh triple-double. He is crushing it at the moment. Giggity. Uh, oh, Josh Giggity. 17, 11, and 17. Seventh triple-double of his career. Youngest player in NBA history to record a 15-plus assist triple-double. Uh, the youngest before tonight was Luca back in 2019. And uh, that's a new career high in of assists for him as well. But the other man I'm going to give the uh, performance of the night to is Joel Embiid in back-to-back nights. When every other fucking superstars out there going, oh, bit of load management. On a back-to-back, on the road, Joel Embiid drops 42-5-3 with a block and two steals on Indy. Turns around, plays Minnesota, 39-7-4 assists with three blocks in this one. Two big wins after they went on the road, beat Milwaukee, snapped that win streak. Went to, Indy, went to Minnesota, he's played all of them, and he's just ripped off 31-42-39 in a three-game stretch. That's pretty fucking good. 
I'll tell you that much. This is against the Stafford. That way, Rudy Gobert. So you got the big Cameroonian up against the big Frenchman. <laughs> I splack your shot, see? And uh, Joel Embiid's like, nah, the fuck you will, dickhead. And skadooshed him. Loved it. Good stuff. Uh, how about a bit of shed of the night? Spud, 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 Spot of the night. We had Okja Agbaji against the Dallas Mavericks today. Go 2 of 11. Pretty brutal. 1 of 7 for basketball pool today as well. Not ideal, bruv. Not ideal. Uh, what did we have yesterday? Peyton Bridger went wow, 2 of 8 overall. 2 of 13 for Bruce Brown. Uh, 1 of 7 for Kyra Lewis Jr. Some uh, rough ones out there in the moment. Look, this is a great time because all the basketball is like wildly competitive. But this is also the random one where you just get like the uh, the sort of fluke guys who get out there, have a bit of a crack. It's like, oh, it's like my seventh NBA game ever, man. This is sick. Oh, I've gone over seven. What have I done? <laughs> I've ruined my career. But uh, Dennis Smith Jr. won a six. Doran Finney-Smith won a six. Jaden McDaniels won a six. Mike Conley won a six. KPJ went two of 11. Desmond Bain went 3 of 14, 3 of 12 for Isaiah Livers, 5 of 17 for Dylan Brooks. Basically, everyone on Memphis was fucking shithouse. Oh, man, tough scenes. That was just today. And then uh, the yesterday spuds, I mean, just flying thick and fucking finish, wasn't it? It was uh, the 2 of 13 for Bruce Brown, 4 of 17 for Marcus Smart, and, of course, we'd like to thank James Hart and Alec Burks for their service because they just went and shot... They shot three eleven. All right. Who's old mate? No mates. Old mate. 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 No mates. Who's got no mates today? Uh, I didn't mention this at the top, but Jordan Poole looking to get his heck fucking head smacked in again by Draymond Green by not passing him the ball and Draymond cracking the sads and having a big old fucking sook and just dropping the controller and walking away from the game. Apparently, bit of old mate. No mates there. Because uh, Jordan Poole, old mate, no mates with Draymond, cracking with him. Also, Draymond is old mate, no mates. Because if I were fucking Jordan Poole, yeah, I wouldn't pass you the fucking ball either. You punch me in the face. Get better positioning in the fucking block before I'm a swinger to you, you idiot. Fuck you, Draymond. Go send some more dick pics, is what I would be saying if I were Jordan Poole. <laughs> uh, something fucky kind of going on in Golden State. Uh, I was sort of asked to talk about this one for Fox Sports Lab on tomorrow's show. And the more you sort of dig into it, it's like, I don't know if they can turn it around, but they have just enough time to sort of get Steph back into absolute, you know, action, crushing it, rolling. But they also have a fucking murderer's row of teams they have to play. They've got two vague gimmies against like Houston and San Antonio. But the rest of their schedule, like the weakest team might be like Atlanta. And it's like, yeah, if you're not paying attention, they'll beat you. So, yeah, bit wonky at the moment on the old Golden State. Just keep an eye on that one. What was the panting of the night, though? 
This one's a combination of old mate, no mate's pantsing because it's a self-pantsing by Grant Williams. Oh, Willie! But it's also an old mate, no mate's because he got dunked on by everybody because he's a fucking idiot. Uh, late in the game uh, against Cleveland, it's all tied up. I didn't mention this in the game rap because it's funnier in a pantsing of the night. Grant Williams tells Donovan Mitchell, I've just been fouled. I'm going to make both. I'll, I'll make both. Hey, Donnie, I'll make both. Narrator. Grant Williams, in fact, did not make both. <laughs> he, in fact, made neither. <laughs> and the Celtics lost in overtime. Great job, Grant Williams. You're really Grant Williams, that one. But, of course, the panting of the night. There's a co-one here because Austin Reeves gave it the old one-two skidoo <laughs> and dropped in the back shot. Desmond Bain, you got pantsed. He also got straight killed. So he got straight killed. Oh, how do you show your face if you're Desmond Bain? It's like, wait, did you just get dropped by fucking the bloke who stepped out of the like the movie based in the 1950s <laughs> fucking Hoosiers over here? Fucking, you just got dropped by Hoosiers. You got dropped by Jimmy from fucking Hoosiers. I mean, what are you doing, Desmond Bain? Jimmy Chitwood just fucking tore you a new arsehole. Austin Reeves, you legend. Fuck, it was a good move, though. Just, whoop, 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 bang, nails a banked-in jumper. Blow it out your ass, he says to Desmond Bain. Tough scene. Who is better than Lonzo Ball, though, Jim? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you will get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. It uh, feels unfair. How about the other Jay Williams, uh, Jaylene William, Williams for OKC, uh, dropped a 15-6-2 against Golden State today. That came after the 32-5-5 from the other Jaylen Williams. That OKC team is fucking loaded. They're going to be unbeatable. If they just give it a little bit of a nice nudging, a tank nudge, jump back into the Wemby stakes, holy shit. You got Chet, the fucking the human stick insect. <laughs> You've got Giddy. You've got Shay. Fucking hell. The two Jalen Williamses. This team is awesome. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, he had 27 points as well today. 9 of 16 shooting, 4 of 7 from downtown, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal and a block. So he's gone back to being a starter as Maxey, averaging just a lazy 26.6 on 59-5700 shooting, and the Sixers are 4-1 in that stretch. I better believe that you're better than Lonzo Ball. Uh, Evan Mobley, love giving some shine to the young dudes, 25 and 17. I mentioned that one against Boston. He was a fucking beast, and I loved it. And finally, the obvious one for Dickhead of the Week. Dickhead of the Week. I did not, I did not, I did not, I did, I stated the facts, I stated the facts, I stated the facts, it's the facts, it's the facts, it's the facts. Have a fucking sook, Kendrick Perkins, you absolute fucking dullard. You absolute fucking donkey. Oh. You know, just that sensation of like, look, when you've gotten into an argument with old mate or whatever, or you've done something and old mate's called you out on it, and you're like... Yeah, fuck that one up. But you're just like, no, let's see how far I can push this and see if she just leaves me alone and I don't get have to deal with anything. 
and then it just falls apart. You're like, oh, yeah, it's just easier if I just give up, admit I'm an idiot, <laughs> and try to fix it. Kendrick Perkins needs to do that fucking right now. What a dumb fuck. Congratulations, Kendrick. You're just going to take away this dick out of the week pretty handily. i got a feeling you're going to win it again tomorrow. Yeah, Nas, right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Elliot. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. Susan Mianaz brought to you by the NBA Australia Shop. Go get your merch. Get your merch. People. Get your merch. Get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Uh, yeah, do that. NBAAustralia.com slash shop. Uh, thanks to the folks who have been buying some T-shirts and gear. It's been awesome. Uh, appreciate it immensely. Get a T-shirt. Get a hoodie. We're going to pay for these renos and also clear out the joint. <laughs> It's fucking super handy. If you buy a T-shirt, buy a hoodie, check it out. Uh, You can click through the socials as well. Right. Number one, Scott Foster. Is he out here rigging games again, Jim? Yeah, nah, fuck yes. That Scotty Barnes thing was so on the nose. And if you go back and watch some of the tape, there's just about eight other different things where you're like, what? And how much money do you think Scott Foster actually had on this game? Because my guess would be a lot. (laughs) That was egregious, is a word. Yeah. Yeah, not great. In fact, I'd say a bit shit. What are you doing? How he managed to skirt through that entire fucking Tim Donahue bullshit is still absolutely beyond me. Anyway, uh, what else do we have? Oh, yes. Got a great one from Matty O's today. Our best Aussie players in the our best Aussie player in the NBA already. Yeah, nah, Josh Giddy. Yeah, nah, fuck yes, of course. He is at the moment uh, with a lock for this season, and it's not even really close. He is smashing it. I love to see Matty T uh, get some more run, but yeah, Giddy up, absolute superstar at this point. And I'll tell you what, as I've mentioned, all star votes just around the corner. That's a good one from Matty Yo. Thanks, Matty O's. Legend. Uh, just quickly see if there's any other ones that have come in while I was not paying attention, which was a lot. I think we're in the clear. All right. I've got two more here for you then. Oh, yeah. Is JJ Reddick right? First take. What are you doing? What we've witnessed is the problem. We create narratives that don't exist in reality. What you've said that the white voters are racist is patently wrong. Yeah, nah. Yeah, look, I'll agree with that because, I mean, the simple fact is, like, yeah, you don't see uh, random, like, Luke Kennard or Sam Hauser <laughs> getting, like, random MVP votes. Like, it's just dumb. Like, I feel like like implicit racial bias exists, like, fucking plenty, right? And pr- pretend that it doesn't. It's just fucking stupid. But, like, Joker probably being about to win his third MVP has got nothing to do with him being white. It's got, you know, mostly to do with the simple fact that he is the most dominant big man in the game 
and his Denver Nuggets are on top of the West. He's averaging a triple-double this year, and he's fucking incredible at basketball. I mean, even fucking Chuck Barkley came out and was like, yeah, that's just asinine and stupid. When I heard Kendrick say that, I'm like, why would you say something so dumb? Um, I think Chuck went on to say something like, if white voters only wanted to white, vote for white white guys, why has a white guy won it like five times in the last 30 years? Like, yeah, I'll pay that. Um, and I think the biggest problem with this is that you can reduce arguments down to really dumb shit like Kendrick Perkins has done right now, right? Because it doesn't seem to be anything to do with Jokic's game or like the fact that the Nuggets are number one in the West and that he is an absolute fucking freak of nature. Also, that it's a regular season award. Each year exists in a vacuum. I think we've argued this plenty of fucking times. And the strangest aspect of it that never sort of seems to come up is that it's not the who's the best player in the NBA right now award. Or else, like, fucking LeBron would have won it for about 15 years straight there, right? Because if you went, all right, hey, folks, who's the best player in the NBA right now? What are, They'd probably say Giannis. They'd say Luca, Steph. KD, Tatum, Embiid. The dumb ones would say LeBron. (laughs) Just the simple idea, I think, to be like, oh, he's going to win it because the voters are racist. It's like, that's the dumbest shit you'll ever fucking hear. A, how many people do, like, how many voters do we think, does Perk think are white? (laughs) And. Why does he think they voted for Joker? Why does he think they voted for Giannis? And like that dumb argument he made on the weekend, oh, well, when Steve Nash won it, when Dirk won it, they weren't even top 10 in scoring. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're a fucking lunatic at this point. Because Joker was. (laughs) Nash was like leading the fucking most entertaining basketball team in literally fucking like half a decade. Unbelievable. Uh, last one. Does Power Gasol deserve to get that jersey retired? Yeah, nah. Uh, the numbers don't blow you away, but yeah. He was the, what, second most critical part of that Lakers team. But at the same time, I can still make the argument that Lamar Odom, Bynum, Gasol in there as well, but he was the connective tissue, the second star. My point is, while they're at it, they should have given him the 2010 Finals MVP that Kobe stole off him. Uh, they don't win that series without Pau. Kobe tried his hardest to shoot him out of it. They still pulled it out. A lot of it was to do with Pau. Uh, <laughs> just, just saying. Uh, right, what about an unpopular opinion of the day? Fuck, that might have been it. Just saying. Uh, LeBron, I mentioned this at the, oh, I didn't mention this at the top, but uh, talking about you know, him getting loaded at home, got his foot up, his banged up foot. He's probably on the wines. He's on the tweet machine. Bronny's definitely better than some of these cats. I kind of loved it. I love that LeBron's out there shit talking like other players in the NBA saying, my shit son is better than you. Because <laughs> you know what I would do? The exact same thing. That's all you do as a parent. You're like, nah, my kid's fucking awesome. Look at him. Even though, patently, I know that the squid is basically just kind of, I don't know, following in his mum's footsteps of uh, coordination. I'm trying to coach him up. <laughs> we'll get there. She'll be right. <laughs> but still. Uh, also, I'm popping a pit in the day. Um, the third straight MVP thing. 
I am sort of still coming around that, I don't know, if you're going to win three straight MVPs, you've got to have a title in there at some point, don't you? <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. It's Wednesday at our back. You know what that means? Oh, yeah, I just went out the side of the house and kicked the shit out of a magpie. Now we're going to chuck it on the barbie. That's right, it's Alice Springs Chicken. Only at our back. That's right, goes today. Goes great with today's Flame Grill take as a side. And today's Flame Grill take is very clearly that 2010 Finals MVP should have been Pau Gasol's, because that's right, other than points... Pau Gasol led that team in rebounds, assists, shooting percentage, free throw percentage, blocks, and had less turnovers and less fouls than Kobe in each of the games. Kobe might have been the bigger name star, but Pau Gasol is the reason the Lakers won those finals. Only at Outback. Uh, Kobe was incredible. He still averaged 26.8 points, I think, or something like that per game. Power just like a lazy 18 and 11. But he was consistent throughout the entire thing. Kobe had some fucking up and down moments. Was horrible for a bunch of that uh, game seven. Went right, I'm going to get all the rebounds though, which was just why Kobe was Kobe. And uh, they got the win. So, But Power because I'll deserve that. Right. Quick train player watch. Right after this. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, really quick Australian player watch because it's only been a couple of days. Obviously, still no update on Simo at the moment. Uh, they're waiting to hear from him, basically, going, how's your knee, Ben? <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, it's still sore, bro, eh? Uh, no Patty Thrills. Not since he got that six minutes against the Knicks of just running around getting some cardio in. Uh, we had Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landale. Got out there for eight minutes against Dallas. Uh, had the two points, two rebounds against his mate, Josh Green. Back on Monday. I talked about that on Monday's show. Can't wait to see some more Suns. Uh, we had a bit of Dyson Daniels yesterday in that loss to Sacramento for the Pelicans. 13 minutes, he played two. He had two points, three rebounds, and a steal. Shot one of three from the floor, 0 of two from downtown. Give him hell, the vacuum. Uh, what about Greeny? Old Josh Scott Green against Utah today. He had the seven points, three rebounds, two assists. Shot three of ten, one of five from downtown. Uh, those threes goes in. Goes in, they go in swings and roundabouts for Greeny. <coughs> While I die over here. Um, he'll get back into shooting shape. Don't worry about that against uh, Utah today. Good win, though. Tell that much. Matty T. As Portland beat Detroit yesterday. Three points, three rebounds, two assists, and a steal in 37 minutes. Just give him some fucking time to get acclimatized, and he's crushing it. One of three, all of which came from downtown. Get a coach who knows how to use you. Delhi! That's right, he played against the Pelicans. He played 16 minutes, did our one true king. He had two rebounds and two assists. He also had zero points on zero of four shooting, but you get that on the big jobs. Oh, three from downtown. Don't worry about it. Delhi, 
just leading them to the two fucking seed. Seriously, what is it correlation, causation? It's delination. That's what it is. Delination, whatever. <laughs> it's all deli. They bring him in. Guess what? They're snapping a, what, 2006, 17-year playoff drought just because they brought in the king. Jingles had 12.6 assists, three rebounds against the Orlando Magic Man. Went two or three from downtown, five or six from the floor. He looked really fucking good in that game, actually. He had the steal, too. And, of course, Josh Giddy, 17, 11, and 17. Six of them from the floor, one of four from downtown against Golden State. His seventh ever triple-double. What a legend. We're going to talk about him again in right one second with the great moment in NBA Australia, Stat History. Great moments in NBA Australia, Stat History. <laughs> I just like uh, whistling along to that. Uh, but Josh Giddy triple doubles. Wow. This is just like absolute fucking gnarliness at this point, isn't it? 17, 11, and 17. <sighs> just, it's too good. So, for context, that's his seventh, as I mentioned. Uh, the Giddy triple double. Also, as mentioned, he's the youngest player to have the 15 plus assist triple double. The second youngest is the youngest ever. Ever. Before it was that, it was Luca. That's pretty bloody good. So he also sets a career high with his 17 assists. That is awesome. It's the most by an Aussie. That is incredible shit. Well, it ties the most because Simo had 17 back in 2019. But that is an amazing game. 17, 11, and 17. Massive triple-double. Seven total. That's the second most by a player age 20 or younger in NBA history as well. Uh, tying Magic Johnson. Yeah, that's pretty fucking massive. That's why it's a great moment in NBA Australia stat history. He's only trailing Luca, uh, who's got 21, to uh, Giddy 7. But that's fucking huge. What a legend. 17-11-17, 6-11 from the floor, 4-4 four four from the free, li- free throw line. He's our fourth player since December 2020 to have 17-plus points, 17-plus assists, and 11-plus rebounds in a game, too. Pretty bloody good. Giddy up! All right, Patty Mills Game Day Ball and Game Day Twitter check-in for today. <sighs> Just, I'm all over the giddiness. I'm pretty giddy, you could say. In fact, you'd say I'm very, very giddy. But let's do a bit of Patty Mills Game Day Ball and Game Day Twitter check-in. Bit of Patty looking pretty awesome. He's got his Team Barista video still up. That's looking good. Some good ones of the uh, Nissan and he. And he's uh, crushing it. How about we check in, actually, with a bit of Rock'em Sock'em, Block'em Jock'em Landale. Because he's been out there causing a bit of havoc. Oh, yeah, nah, things are pretty good. He and KD just out of there on the court. Nailing a three off and an assist from Chris Paul. Yeah, not bad. Not, not a bad gig if you can get it, I guess. Out of three from an assist from Chris Paul. Right, let's do some game previews. Game previews, game previews. Thanks, inverting Bean. Not a problem, Jimmy. Were you giddy today? I very much was. That was awesome. What a game. Uh, right, how we going on the picks over the last couple of days? We went 10 of 14, so we're 608 of 959. Um, pretty good one, actually, because I think uh, heads ahead today, we went 6 of 8. Yesterday, we went 4 of 6 against the spread. So, nice. Uh, we'll pick... The next three days games, because I'll try to do a show tomorrow and then set you up for the weekend. 
Because I don't know if I'll be around for Friday to do a show. We're going to take a squid up to uh, B-Town to hang out with his grandparents, my my folks. So old mate and I can uh, hang out down here with just squid dose. Right, tomorrow we've got Atlanta taking on Washington. They're three and a half point favorites of the Hawks. I actually kind of like that. The Wiz, I mean, they're just... They're coming off a weird win where they beat Detroit, but it took... I mean, Detroit came flying at them down the stretch. Should have gone to overtime. Didn't. Washington just sneak it by. Atlanta, Quinn Snyder, I kind of like them just a little bit more. The backcourt, they've got a couple of wings that they can throw at Kuzma and Beal. Kind of dig it. Give me Atlanta minus three and a half over Washington. Portland, they go to Boston. Dame time. Boston desperately in need of the win. I think they get it, but Portland are ten and a half point underdogs. I'm going to take that ten and a half. Portland, look, even with that Anthony Penny Simons, I think they can cause just enough havoc. There is a bit of word of caution though. This might be the point where Portland just goes, uh, yeah, let's pull the plug and tank. Come on, what are we doing? I'm just saying, but the ten and a half is still a big number. Cleveland, two and a half point favorites in Miami. My initial thought was Miami would win that one, but Cleveland's size and the way Mobley's playing at the moment, I kind of like them a little bit more between Donnie Mitchell, Darius Garland. I think they go to Miami. Look, Cleveland stink on the road. We know that. They're not that bad in Miami shit at home as well, especially covering against the spread. I'm taking Cleveland minus two, minus two and a half. Pelicans, they host the Mavericks. This is the vacuum versus Greeny. Love it. I'm taking the Pelicans plus two and a half. Dallas, back-to-back, just a bit of a big ask on the road in New Orleans. Pelicans at their home digs, I think, are 21-10 and 10 or 20-11. 20 Either way, pretty bloody good. They stink on the road, but they're pretty good at home. So give me the Pals, plus 2.5. Denver hosts Chicago. They're 7.5-point favorites against the Bulls. After the uh, shenanigans the other day, I think Denver come out and lay the smackdown on the Chicago team. Remember, you've got Vooch versus Joker. They love going at it. Give me Denver. Minus 7.5. OKC on a back-to-back. They take on Phoenix. That's right. It's Giddy versus Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landale. You little ripper. 13.5 point underdogs are the the thunder. That's a lot for a team who just comes out and plays hard every time and just scores with the best of them. I'm taking that plus 13.5 because Phoenix might drop 140. OKC can drop 130 in response and cover that line. As long as Shea plays. Toronto, they go play the Clippers. This is a great game. Clippers, minus three and a half. This is Kawhi. Having a bit of a laugh with his mates that he led to the title in 2019. I'm taking the Clippers, minus three and a half, because Paul George and Kawhi probably be a little bit too much for OG and Siakam. Look, Toronto have been impressing me. I mean, that game against the Nuggets the other day was awesome. And they're very fun. But (laughs) it's just... This Clippers team, even with Rusty, they finally got a win with Rusty. I worry about him. With Pirtle, the Raptors are rad. They're just maybe not quite deep enough to keep up with the Clippers. I just don't know if the shooting's quite there. But Siakam, OG, Teenage Mutant, Yaka Pirtle, Scoob, Van Vliet. This should be a really good game, I'm just saying. But... I'll take the Clippers minus three and a half just because I think Paul George and Kawhi can eat them up. Friday, Hornets go to the Pistons. Gross. Give me the Charlotte Hornets. Rockets, Pacers. Pacers will kick the fuck out of Houston. Jazz, Magic. 
Oh, it sounds like a class you'd take when you're in kindy. It's jazz magic. Bring. Uh, give me the magic men. Over the as they're at home. Magic, I'll take that. Warriors go to the Grizzlies. Ah, oh, Grizzlies. Look, I think there's a bit of a tailspin here for the Grizz. Warriors desperately need to win this as well. They are in a shit fight. As I mentioned, uh, trying to eke it into that, sort of stay in that top six at least and make a uh, lock in a playoff spot. They need this win pretty desperately. So do the Grizz, and the Grizz are good at home, like really good. I think the Warriors can sneak this one out. Big Steph game again. Nets at Bucks. Give me the Bucks over the Nets. The Nets have got all those long, uh, rangy wings. The Bucks have a Giannis. And Brook Lopez against his old team. Give me the Bucks. Kings host the Knicks. This is going to be a great one. Absolute fucking barn burner on Friday. Kings hosting the Knickerbockers. I think the Kings just come out and smoke a them. Not many teams can hang with the Kings offense at the moment. I don't know if this Knicks offense can. It's been pretty good of late, the Knicks, but the Kings win that one. And Saturday, just in case, uh, Blazers at Sixers. I'll take the Sixers. Wizards hosting the Hawks. Wizards will win that second matchup. Cavs at Heat. Heat will win that second matchup. Wolves hosting the Nets. Wolves will kill the Nets with them on a back-to-back. Nuggets go to the Spurs. Denver will win that, and the Raptors will beat the Lakers. Just in case uh, I don't get a show tomorrow or whatever, but we'll try to match up those picks in tomorrow's show. Good stuff. Good. Right. That's it. Hope you enjoyed that one. A little bit quicker. Hopefully getting back into the groove of daily shows. Trying to cram this in while we can. Righto. Uh... Remember, follow NBA Australia on Twitter. Facey, IG, we're all over the socials. Get around NFL Australia with myself and Gaz. Uh, we had our big NFL Super Bowl rap show. That was a fun one. Soggy Sorrows with Gaz. Uh, we'll have some more off-season news. A lot going on at the moment. So uh, planning to catch up on in a few weeks. So make sure you subscribe to that too. Get around NBAstraw.com slash shop. Get your merch. Get your merch. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a hoodie. Help a brother out. It's just me over here. It's always just been me. Just doing my thing. Uh, but speaking of which, go check out CoBet Daily as well. That's a good podcast if you're into betting. Uh, myself and my two writers each day, Alex and Stats Guy, going hammer and tongs on a bunch of stuff. And uh, Fox Sports Lab. Go check that out too. Check us a rating review on your podcast app, Google, Spotify, whatever. It really does help. As I mentioned, we changed the back end. It's all a bit fucky. Hopefully it's all good now. But if you can rate and review it again, that'd be rad. And it'd really help me out. <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure it's all working. Uh, also, a big thanks to Frombozo for the intro and outro song and house hats. You hear them during the show as well. And so do you hear Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa Sex, Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all, Bandcamp, Triple J, No, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Australian Bands. And we'll close out today's show with a really quick Jingles HR. That's right. It's been too long. Let's do it. We will probably catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. Maybe Friday. Keep your ears out. Either way, it's NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And later, hosen. G'day, Joe Ingalls here, head of Jingles HR, the world's leading HR solutions firm. Because, yep, when I'm not sinking threes, blowing kisses, bouncing my kids on my knee, or enjoying my real estate in Paul George's head, or fishing now in Milwaukee, I'm the world's leading HR expert, aren't I? That's right, yeah, helping you with all your HR questions and problems. 
So in a quick one this week, let's get to this one. It comes from Nate in Atlanta. Joe, this motherfucker got me fired. Jeez, all right, mate. Uh, no, seriously, I tried to retire, but the place I work convinced me not to. But then there was this one motherfucker that I hated there that I was sick of, and this motherfucker got me fired. What the fuck should I do about this motherfucker? Because now I'm fired, and this is bullshit. Should I shit on his car? Your mate, Nate. Oh, jeez. All right, that's a bit fiery there, Nate. Uh, yeah, look, that's a tough one, hey, because uh, my first instinct would be to do exactly that and shit in his car just right on the bonnet. Just really reverse Kanga, the fucking top of his fucking, right in his windscreen, shit, you know, his windscreen wipers and everything. But, I mean, as we say here at Jingles HR, you do catch more flies with honey. But I'm like, how many flies are you trying to catch there, Nate? Probably not too many. So maybe just shit in his shoe, maybe at the front of his house. But look, in terms of HR advice, look, as long as you've got to pay out, you're sweet as, mate. Don't take it personally. If you've been, you know, if you want to retire anyway, then just fucking be happy, mate. She's all right. Check your super. She should be right. And either way, I mean, as we say always here at Jingles HR, if you're sweet, you're fucking sweet. All right, there you go. Enjoy it, Nate. And uh, yeah, that motherfucker probably gets what's coming to him. I'm just saying, you know, don't let it be you, though. Don't let it be you. Let it be someone else. Oh, easy as life. All right, that's all we've got time for this week on Jingles HR. I've got to go get back there and, like, crushing it with the bucks, eh? So I've been Joe Ingles. Go get a job up, yeah. <laughs>